Outsource Consulting presents The Due Diligence Show. And now, from the deal room, please welcome your hosts, Andrew Baziski, Adam Jarks, and Luke Silcock. Well, welcome back to our next episode. We're here in the deal room talking about uh, technology acquisitions and due diligence during technology acquisitions, specifically TechDD. A lot of folks think that you know technology is really a, a, a tick in a, in a box of yes we've checked some licensing and we've done a few other bits and pieces um, but we'll focus a lot of the time on finance, legal, HR, all of those other work streams but technology due diligence is not only about the source code and looking at that but it rolls into a lot of those other work streams. Yeah so I think what's going to come through as we explore this Adam is it's one of many streams that there's a crossover in and a crossover out of a, of a tech DD mm-hmm. work stream. Uh, we find out about the people, uh, we find out about the culture, we find out about what basically what makes the place tick. We validate customer successes out there. Um, the, you know, the, the, the claimed evidence around customer success gets proven out. Um, we look at the, the asset, we explore the source code and uh, the architecture, the product possibilities. Uh, and really evidence behind the claims. As we do this, we reveal a lot about management culture. Are they open? Can they share? And can they work cooperatively? Can they move out of startup mode? Or if they're a standalone company, can they adopt some of the practices or work hand in hand with another management team? Uh, We've seen reverse takeovers, so sometimes the talent being acquired is going to lead an entire division or line of business. So we help reveal this information, share it with the leaders of the other work streams and make sure that, you know, that little technical voice, it's certainly not a tick in the box, um, gets amplified where it needs to, where it can be a profound, potentially showstopper item. Yeah, look, and in many ways, um, look, the, the technology due diligence is very much about the core of what the company is actually doing. Um, technology runs all of our world and The legal and financial streams are vitally important because they're focusing on making sure the company is legitimate, compliant, and all of those sorts of things. But that's typically not why you buy a company. You don't buy it because its accounts are compliant. Um, You buy it because it does something and it will do something for your organization. And that's why, and you go down this path, make sure you understand why, you know, start with why. Why do you want to buy this? Have clarity about why you are going down this path. Do you want it for people? Do you want it for market share? Do you want it as a business as a going concern? Um, And that's very much, understanding that is so important because it determines, well, what's something that could be considered bad and a showstopper under one sort of rationale as to why you're doing this becomes a minor issue in another and vice versa. To find out all about the M&A services that the team at ThoughtSource offer, head over to our website at www.thoughtsourceconsulting.com. So, Andrew, let me let me interrupt you for a sec. So, what um, on on that why? What if a company is is concerned about you know revenue only or primarily driven by revenue, right? And they go and and look to acquire a technology that's selling really well, um, you know huge customer base, very popular. Why bother going down the path of, of technical due diligence if, uh, if that's the main focus? Yeah, look, on the surface, all may be well. Once again, on the surface. Yeah. Um, so the company may, yeah, they're, they're obviously got this revenue, they're able to serve their customers, but does that actually match 
entirely what you want and are they able to do that in the future? You may, we may find as we dig deeper that this company, the they're unable to evolve or update or maintain what they've got so they can't respond to market needs it may be incredibly difficult to actually do anything and the the peep the team and the people behind it all may be um, caretakers who are able to keep things going but they can't actually do anything so that means you are, are unable to adapt to to the market as it changes and if on top of that revenue you're paying at a high multiple right that implies a growth curve so uh, when we talk about exploring and the deal thesis may indeed be a 10x growth path x being the number of customers being served today 10x 10 times that and some of our uh, clients are looking at achieving that or sometimes 100x type of assessment so we're looking for scalability will it keep performing can they onboard these new customers maybe they've got where they are by basically uh, taking the core R&D teams and and using those folks, you know, out of position, mm. and they're, and they're busy, sort of hand over hand, bringing on board these these customers, and maybe maybe that hockey stick does look fantastic. What the diligence will do is reveal what's inside the machine, mm. what's happening. Is it a clean, well managed operation that's that's ready to scale? It's not a rubber stamp or a tick in the box, but a, a proper un appreciation, proper understanding of that. The tech industry in is so um, hype focused. Yeah. Getting a clarity of what's truly actually going on, where they are, where they're going to be, is is difficult. I mean, we all remember Theranos, which was um, in the in the biotech space, which was valued at ten billion dollars, but it turns out to have been there was nothing there. Um, it was literally just an, an it was just something that did not exist. So you need to go beyond the PowerPoint to actually work out what's real. And this is important because if you're going to spend all this money on buying a company, make sure that you are able to actually get the return on the investment that you seek. To find out all about the M&A services that the team at ThoughtSource offer, head over to our website at www.thoughtsourceconsulting.com. Let, let me go back to the two initial work streams you talked about, legal and finance. Now, normally we'll provide information to those folks. They'll base some of their conclusions and evidence on, say, IP ownership based on findings around contributor histories. Also, any forward valuations in terms of finance is going to be based off an expectation or knowledge that the customers are real, that mm -hmm. they're actually there, they have got deployed solutions. Um, and if it's an as a service, we'll be looking at the monitoring dashboards that show the workload on the servers. Or if it's been deployed in the field, we'll be looking at the tickets that have come in that demonstrate that the customers are, are finding some issues, but getting those solved. And all of those things are great proof points for those other work streams as well that will then balance their advice and recommendations to the acquirer in mind with the reality of what they're dealing with. And when we're talking about tech due diligence, we're really covering the end-to-end -end, um, gamut of everything technology, right? So we've, we've got you know, the source code asset, the licensing, the architecture, the way it's tested, the way it's supported, the way it's sold, the way it's packaged. Um, uh, you know, the IT systems within the organisation, sometimes the back office line of business applications as well. Yeah. Cyber security. Cyber security yeah. is another, another big one, huge yeah. one, security. So it's, it's that whole range of technology that's baked into the company, whether it's from the product or all the way through to the way the, the business actually operates. But you don't have much time to do it. So the thing is you need to have your, your 
a process. You, you need right. to have a project team that is able to get it done in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. You've signed up a, an LOI, letter of intent, and you've got this limited amount of time to get this stuff done. So um, that's another key factor. You can't just keep working on it until you're done. Mm. You're given a time box, mm -hmm. come back with material findings. Mm -hmm. Now, what's material for one deal might not be material for another one. So that's where you have to balance it up. And as that well. time boxing you mentioned, that's, that's the key element. Because I know after I've done some of these and I've spoken, um, we've had conversations with people um, wondering, uh, you know, oh, what about this? What about that? We've got to use the judgment to actually make sure that we can reach those material findings in a very short period of time, mm. um, which, yeah, is, is that, and that's the art of actually knowing where mm. to dig and what to sort of save for later. Okay, well, I think we've done that topic well, guys. Uh, next episode, let's talk about pre-deal activities. What we can do before an LOI is signed, uh, what you can do even before you decide on which company you're going to buy, there's a lot of information we find out for our clients uh, and a lot of really powerful things that can be brought to a buyer to really help them shape uh, what type of company or what type of technology they'd like to acquire. So we'll speak to you all soon. The Due Diligence Show is proudly created by the team at ThoughtSource Consulting, where we bring our years of deep experience in technology M&A transactions from around the world. To find out more about how we can help you, visit the website at www.thoughtsourceconsulting.com.